Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui. Another self-care Sunday where you can choose yourself, love yourself, create boundaries, say no, let go of toxic situations, or just wake up on a beautiful Sunday morning and decide that you don't feel like doing nothing today, which is perfectly fine because that is normally my go-to choice also, okay? (laughs) So before um, we start, you know, I love to do a recap. I love to let you know what's going on in my life. Um... Just before we dive into whatever we're going to talk about, um, and I want to dedicate it, I want to dedicate this episode to one of my close friends that passed away a few days ago. Um, there was a hopeless romantic, and she loves love. Um, so this episode is for her. Um, besides that, that's been really hard. Um, so if there's anybody out there that's going through something hard or you losing some, you lost somebody close to you or you're just going through a tough time, I feel like what helps me sometimes is the comfort of knowing that God is the best of planners and we plan our lives a certain way, but he knows best. Um, even if we don't understand it, even if it hurts our feelings, even if we may not get it in a moment. Even if it's not what you had planned or what you envisioned, your life was already written by one of the best writers, whether you understand it or not. Um, so I feel like sometimes I'm able to find comfort in, in knowing that whatever happens in my life or whatever I'm reacting to or whatever is hurting me or whatever I'm going through, it's a reason behind it. And I may not understand the reason in the moment because it doesn't benefit me the way I want it to. Um, but I know everything that he put in place is for his greater plan. So a few things that have been going on with me is I'm, I'm in the house and I'm nesting really bad. Okay. I want to thank everybody who sent, um, things to the PO box for their baby and sent things for me too. Thank you to the people who sent, sent things for me. Um, I needed to create my own baby registry for myself. <laughs> um, but I've been nesting really bad. Like the bassinet is up. The baby clothes is washed. I'm about to put some swings together today. I don't have anything to do besides wait for my baby to get here and put my baby clothes on her and get her dressed. Okay. Um, Azai has been super helpful. Like I'm so grateful to have my son because when I tell you he's been such a big help, he has been... Outside of the fact that he's been helping so that he could lay in my bed at night. But he's been such a big help. He's so excited. Um, another thing is, Azai has got gotten so much better with his reading. Like, he's 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 always tried his best when it came to reading, but he struggled. So, him and my boyfriend really, last year, took the time out to make sure that they were having spelling tests and um, reading books every day so that he could work on getting it better. And then when he left, I made sure that I was... Still doing the book thing with him because it's easy for these kids to rather play a game than read a book. Now Azai is feeling like, you know what? 
I want to read books to your stomach to so my little sister can hear my voice. And I love that he has found this responsibility that that makes him do something that's helping him read. He found his sense of importance. He feels every day he, when he come home from school, he gets a book and he'd be like, you ready for me to read to you and my sister? And I'm like, yep, I'm ready. And he sit at the end of the bed and he read a book. So I just feel so grateful um, and appreciative. You know, y'all already know I love my son. So just to be able to see him love on his sister and the love that she gets to get is just, it was, it's making me super excited. Um, yeah, and my boyfriend is so excited too. Like he, I'm really tired of this man texting me every day. Where's my daughter? Boy, I, she's not here yet. Leave me alone. Um, but the topic for today is really tying into a tweet that um, I posted the other day. They got a lot of engagement and a lot of opinions, and I got a lot of DMs from it. And I think it said, um, he didn't waste your time. He got to know you, and he didn't like you, okay? Um, as I'm working on my new book, So Much to Unlearn Together, and one of the topics, one of the stories from the new book, if you guys go to my Instagram page, you'll see I posted a page from it. I don't know if people realize it was from a new book, and it's not from the last book, but the the title was called Wasted Love. In the comments of he didn't waste your time, he got to know you and he didn't like you. It was so many women making excuses. And you know, I'm girl power. I love women. But at some point, we got to hold ourselves accountable and we can't blame. And the only reason why I say hold ourselves accountable is because when a person play with you the first time and you allow, and you allow them to, we can't walk around blaming somebody. When a person shows us who they are and we try to paint them in another life, we can't walk around blaming nobody. So I know sometimes it may appear like, Ma, are you always giving people tough love? Or you, Listen, I know if you check yourself in the middle of your shit, then you won't be out here doing it over and over again. Like, I know y'all got girlfriends, whereas though, they always in some messed up relationship. They always going through drama. They always picking the wrong guys. And those are the ones that's walking around blaming everybody because they have they don't have the ability to be accountable and look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what? He was inconsistent since I met him. Why did I even have sex with him? He told me when he met me, he didn't want a relationship. Yet I continued to bring relationship things to the table. I kept inviting him over, going to them. I asked him that he want to go out to dinner tonight. And my thing is, just because a person doesn't want a relationship doesn't mean that they're not going to engage in things that are similar to a relationship. No. But my thing is, some people are going to take as long as they're offered. Like I tell y'all all the time, when we're in a mall and we're being offered free samples in the food court, we take it. I don't plan on buying anything from the Chinese spot there, but I'm going to take the Gentle Toast Chicken sample because you're offering it to me. A lot of us don't realize how we try to love people into loving us. Or we overextend ourselves to people who give us bare minimum treatment. So when I'm in the comments and I'm just reading it, I didn't even, I don't even think I debated with anybody because it was, it was pointless. It, if you already have an idea in your head that somebody just led you on into the end of the earth. And I'm not even, I'm not even dismissing the fact that some people are great pretenders. Some men be out here with whole families and stuff and you would have never known. I'm not, I'm not diminishing that or ignoring that fact. But to the people who are in situations right now with people who are inconsistent, who people from with people people who call you when it's convenient, who text you at night so that they can spend a night and come over, who take more than they give, 
who has made it clear as day. They don't want to be in a relationship. They don't want to be in anything serious. They don't want to commit, but they do like coming over. They like chilling with you. They like hanging out. It is your job to stop allowing people to waste your goddamn time if you know what you want. So at what point down the line do we say he wasted my time because I allowed him to? Or at what point do we realize that we're dating people just like they're dating us and not everybody is going to like us? There's women in the comments saying, no, these men just don't want nobody to push them to want more and be better. You're not his mom. Why are you trying to push somebody to want more and want better? You knew them for three weeks. Overexerting yourself into people's life just doing too much. Get to know people. Have fun. Stop having sex so fast. Stop prematurely committing to men who never had no intentions on being exclusive with you or never even discussed it. Stop falling in love with the fairy tales that you create in your head. Hold yourself accountable. These men might be out here on some bullshit, but so are you. And the facts are the facts. I don't make the rules. That's what I do know. And I'm also sitting here drinking my fruit and vegetable smoothie so that my baby could get her vitamins this morning also. You deserve to be with somebody who loves you and who, or who likes you just as much as you like them. We getting too old at this big old age that we at to be pouring everything that we got into people who do not pour or reciprocate back. To be repeating over and over to be double texting people, to be begging for dates, to be begging for consistency, to be begging for some type of affection, some good morning texts. Come on, hang it up and be honest. I'm telling you, sometimes when you honest with yourself, that shit hurt. And that's why we'll, we'll create another scenario in our head. Maybe he's not consistent because he works so much. Maybe he'd just be tired. Maybe he don't feel like being bothered. I'm going to take your inconsistency as not being that interested. And if that is the case that you're working too much or you got too much going on, this may not be the right time for us. Maybe we could revisit this, but right now I don't think that I'm going to be able to satisfy you and I don't, be, I don't think that you'll be able to satisfy me and being honest about that and being transparent. Instead of trying to pull and force things out of a person that you know for certain that you don't think that they'll be able to show up and do. And like I said before, be honest if you're expecting people in this world to overcompensate for the things that you can't give yourself. Because there's some people out here, y'all requiring a lot from people that y'all can't do or give to yourself. There's no reason why you should have 24 access to a person that you just met. I met this guy a few days ago and he, he didn't text me today. He's been texting me for two days consistently, but it's the third day and he didn't text me all day. I don't know you. Are we starting this shit like this? Are we going into this dating thing like this? I'm an individual. I'm an individual before I show up as anybody else. I'm mine. I am mine before I'm anybody else's. And granted, it takes a few seconds to send somebody a text message. But maybe me texting you really didn't cross my mind. I may not be that interested in you yet. Should I be because you like me already? Is that the issue that we're having? That people aren't liking us as much as we like them at the rate that we're liking them? Because if we being honest, some of y'all like people super fast. It take y'all about a week and a half to fall in love. 
three weeks to play in the future, five weeks to want to marry them, seven weeks to want to have a baby, and three months for you to realize that you don't want to be here. They wasted your time. So are we being honest or what? I don't know. You tell me, girl. Or guy. Or fluid person. I don't know who's listening. I'm not here for all the politics. Okay. I'm trying to drink my smoothie bot while also dropping gems. Hopefully I saved somebody today. I want to I want to I want to live in my purpose and I want to serve God by saving somebody today. He could probably do without all the curse words, I'm sure of it. I'm sure that he doesn't need me to curse as much. Granny, I do feel like I'm cursing way less in this new year than I was last year. Okay. Okay. And I feel like I sound a little bit less out of breath. Y'all know this baby is sitting on my lungs. Anyways, y'all, we got to be honest. And even if you're a man that's listening, you just flip the acronyms or whatever it's called on over so it could relate to yourself and what you got going on. We are out here and we're dating and we're getting to know people. And a part of that is for you to see who you are compatible with. Who do you have similar qualities with? Who do you have fun with? Who is it easy to talk to? Not who you like the most based off the, the cover of the book. Not who looks the best on paper. Not, you know, he has a nice job. He has not, not, listen. Focus on who do you, who do you be around? And it feels good. I feel safe here. I feel comfortable. I don't feel like I have to be somebody else. I don't feel like I'm forcing this. This feels right. This, this feels like home. We falling in love. Let me tell y'all something. Ladies. We out here falling in love with what looks good on paper. And let me tell you something. The shit that you got on your paper, so do 100,000 other women. That's why y'all going over, the, y'all going after the same type of man. And he don't want to commit. He got so many goddamn options. There's so many other guys besides the, the tall, dark, handsome, six-figure, BMW driving, condo living. Listen. And to, you, to the women out here who say, well, I talked to this guy. He was a bum. And he, ain't nobody tell you to do that. I talked to a guy. And he was a bum. And he still treated me like crap. Well, I guess we learned our lesson about lowering our standards. Because I ain't not, not once. I say I ain't not once. Have I ever told y'all to lower y'all standards? That has never in my life came out of my mouth. One thing I have, I have said is maybe that your soulmate is on a level that you ain't on yet. Maybe you're dating outside of your league. And you need to work on yourself a little bit more. Never told nobody to lower their standards. I would never tell nobody. I do not feel like your standards are too high. If you meet the standards of your own expectations, if you can give what you expecting people to give to you, then your standards are right where they need to be. If I can reciprocate what I ask for, my standards are where they need to be. I'm not asking anybody for anything that I can't give to myself. But if you want to change some preferences around a little bit, you know what? I know I said a guy, the guy had to have a doctorate, but I'll just take college educated, even if he only got an associate's. Or I'm not really focused on that. Or, you know, he don't got to make six figures, but he got to be ambitious. And he got to be working towards something and he has to be family oriented. 
Because sometimes we meet people and they don't check off all of the qualities, but it's some qualities out here that's so hard to find in this generation that I feel like if you find somebody with it, that they deserve a chance for you to get at least get to know them. Because it's some qualities that people are, can learn. You meet somebody, he's a great guy, he's college educated, he's a God-fearing man, he's in shape, he's super health conscious, okay? He's, he's not that good at being emotionally vulnerable, okay? Being honest, am I at a place in my life where I feel like dealing with this or working through this with somebody? Is this person open to therapy? And then some, or is this person comfortable enough where as though they, they, they had trouble with this, but I've allowed them to feel how much of a safe place this is for them to express themselves. Because a person might, might, have, might know that they got a little issue and then they get around you and, and you help them. And now you in a relationship with a man that got all the qualities that you was looking for. And all it took was a little patience. I tell you all this all the time. My boyfriend didn't know how to communicate when I got here. Okay, I had asked him one day when we first met, one of the questions that I asked him when we was dating, I said, if your ex has said something about you, about being with you, what do you think they would complain about? I told y'all asses this man looked at me and said, they would say I don't communicate well. And what I do, let me see, I want to see. And you know, lo and behold, in the midst of arguments, our first argument, when I realized how much he shuts down and he doesn't talk, I said, this motherfucker wasn't lying. God damn. He don't got nothing to say. So not only was he aware of what his exes would say about him, he knew that this was a problem that he needed to work on. Or he knew this was, a, was a, at least a problem he had. He, it def, he definitely didn't feel the need to work on it. Um, and it but it took, a, it took some patience with me, but he got so better at it. Whereas though, like, sometimes it's annoying when you want to communicate about any little thing. It's annoying when he, when he feels like, let's talk about this right now before it escalates or it turns into something bigger. And I respect it and I appreciate that. But it, it didn't happen overnight and it wasn't easy. So we have to be honest about where we at in our life and if we got time to be dealing with it. But the, mor- the, moral of this, the moral of what I'm saying is if you want to switch your preferences around a little bit, okay, cool. Be on- as long as we are dating and we being intentional, we being honest. I'm tired of the whole scenario of all these men ain't S-H-I-T, they all liars, they all this, they all that. When at the end of the day, these men, when they knock on your door, you're choosing and you're selecting who you're interested in. You're choosing and selecting who is catching your eye. You're investing your time and your energy and your emotions into who seems like the best fit. Okay? That's what you're doing. So if anybody doesn't follow me on Instagram and you're interested in the page from the book that I posted, this is what the page says. I will read it to you because, yes, I know I'm a great reader. To the ones who allow their love for a person to make them ignore the fact that they deserve to be loved back, this is for you. Realizing when it's too late and you have invested your time and emotions into a situation only for you to see that this person will never love you in a way that you desire What makes you keep pouring and putting in effort even in the moments when it's not being returned to you? Does a part of you truly believe that you can love someone into loving you back, even if this person is a receiver? Receivers have one job, which is to take while never becoming full and feeding you enough crumbs to keep your energy up so that you can continue to give. 
You deserve the love that you give to other people. But more importantly, you owe yourself the decency to not ignore what people show you and try to paint them in a different light. Don't let your idea of how your fairy tale should be have you out here accepting something that has no ending destination besides trust issues and therapy. <laughs> Girl, if I'm going to read somebody, you know it's going to be fulfilled. Play with somebody else, okay? If I'm going to read, you know it's... Girl. Mm. If I'm going to read, it's going to be fulfilled. It's going to make them feel it. Okay. Somebody up, somebody up in the building needed to hear that today. What is making you keep pouring? What is making you ignore the fact that somebody doesn't text you that, te text you that often, or doesn't call you? They don't check up on you. They don't plan no dates with you. What makes you ignore all of those things and you text and keep reaching out to them? Do we want to be loved that bad? Like I want to be loved. Don't get me wrong. But I want to be loved by somebody that loves me. I want my love to come from a place where it's genuine. I don't want to force somebody to give me their love. I don't want to beg for the love. I don't want the love to have conditions. I don't want my love to, be, I don't want to convince somebody to love me. And I damn sure don't want nobody to love me for what I could do for them. And that's what you teach people. When you overextend yourself like that, you teach people to love you for all the things that you do for them. Not the person that you are. You teach them to love you because your sex is good. You teach them to love you for your food. You teach them to love you because every time they fall on hard times, you show up for them. When they get locked up, you bail them out. You answer every call. You get their car fixed. They love you because how dependable you are. And that's the same reason why when they go out there and they be with, they be with or they choose or they put first what they really actually want, they always end up back to you. And it's not because they can't live without you. It's not because you're just so great and you're just so wonderful and oh my gosh, what would I do without her? I keep coming back to somebody I know is going to take me back that would do anything for me and it's super convenient. And don't that shit hurt? It hurts knowing that I'm not, I, and we be feeling it. If you, if you say that you never felt that you lying to yourself and you ignoring your intuition. You could feel it the way a person looking at you, the way they touch you. And it, you could feel it that, you know what? This is not how it's supposed to feel. You could feel when it's a disconnect. You could feel when it's something missing. You can feel when you're craving something deeper and you want more and, it, and it's not there. You could be having sex with the love of your life that you keep breaking up with on and off again. You can feel when the chemistry and the love not there no more when he's been out in these streets running around. You can feel this. You can feel that his heart not in it. So for you to keep giving and pouring into these places where you know is nobody's going to pour back into you. The only way that this could end is is in you feeling like you you have nothing. They left me and they didn't leave me with shit. They took everything that I had. You you out here giving people you ain't even got to give. You don't even have this shit for to give. Some of y'all using the last little bit of love that you need for your own self to go give to a man. Now riddle me that.
riddle me. How are you out here giving the last little bit of love that you need for you to somebody else that ain't giving you shit back? You ain't getting no return on your investment. He ain't loving you back at the same capacity and he ain't loving you back by bringing you more. You out here going broke? What? You out here going broke for love and you got to take care of you? And you have to show it for you and you still got to wake up in the morning and get yourself dressed and make yourself feel beautiful and loved? And you out here giving somebody everything that you have that ain't giving you shit back? Do you think that this person is eventually going to wake up and say, you know... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you think that this person is going to wake up and eventually say, I got a good woman by my side, I got to stop? Or you know what this, she really loves me. She really cares about me. You, you think that it, it takes this long to see that? Do you think somebody got to play with your emotions, lead you on, make you feel horrible, second guess yourself, question is it real? Come on. You think a person got to take you, listen, listen, I want the love that doesn't require me to struggle for me to have it. I don't want to be dragged through hell just to be loved properly. I don't want to be dragged through hell for you to finally propose to me. I don't want you to drag me through hell for you to finally see that I'm the one or anything like that. If it's not naturally flowing like the ocean, I don't want it. And I'm like I tell you all the time, I know every day ain't going to be fairy tales. Every day we ain't going to be super in love, but I need to be where it's continued effort. And where I, I feel like a person is at least trying. Not me showing up every day to do my best and a person saying, fuck it, she got it. She be all right. She got this shit. Because the worst shit, <laughs> let me tell you something. The worst thing a motherfucker could say to you is, well, you wanted me to be here. You're the one who wanted me to come back. You know how hurtful that is? For you to break up with somebody and they come back and say, well, you wanted to be here. And you ain't got shit to say. You ain't got shit to say because they're not lying. So ask yourself, what the fuck did you want them to come back for? Company? Companionship sex? Scared to be alone at night? You don't like yourself? You don't like being alone because you don't know how to make yourself happy? You don't know how to show up for yourself? I tell you all the times and the moments where I hated being alone is because I didn't know how to make her happy. I didn't know what she wanted from me. All my worth, all my happiness, all my sense of importance came from the minute I was in a relationship with and when it's time, it was time for me to be by myself, I did not know what to do with her ass. I didn't know what she liked. I didn't know what she wanted. I didn't know what the fuck to do with her. And every day I decided to make a baby step. Figure it out. I don't know. We're going to take her out to dinner today, though. Tomorrow we might do the movies. We're going to get her hair done on Friday. We're going we gonna to figure out where she feels comfortable at. What makes her feel peaceful. And it wasn't easy. Okay, but I wasn't going to be keep walking around here letting people play with me because people was going to play with you as long as you let them. That's the message for today. That's what we do. Yep.
holding yourself accountable. He got to know you and he didn't like you. Oh, excuse me. He got to know you. He ain't like you. Do you like yourself? That's, that's the first question that needs to be asked. Do you like yourself? Do you like who you're showing up as? Is this some shit that you need to be working on? Are we truly offended that somebody didn't like us back? Do I like me? Do I know how to make me happy? Do I love me? Do I carry myself on a certain level and pedestal that people know that they can't even play with me? Oh, but Maui, he was pretending he was lying. Okay. You get a pass. If he, if he was a great pretender and a liar, I'm going to just give you a pass. But to the ones who want to be honest and say, you know what, Maui? I ignore every last flag because I liked him that much. I ignored the inconsistency because I liked him that much. I initiated the dates. I paid for some of them. I, I invited him over. I had sex with him super fast. I would cook for this man that never bought me a grocery, that never took me nowhere. I was in there rubbing his feet. I would do anything for him. He never reciprocated. To the ones that's at a place in their life where they could be honest and they don't feel bad or embarrassed, this one for you, sweetheart. Go ahead. Because one thing I know, when you're honest about it and you you being truthful, it's easy for you to check yourself in the midst of your shit the next time. Because you know what? We've seen this, we've seen this before. We know how this is going to end. I know how this game go. <laughs> I don't need to go see how red the flag could get. I know it would turn. I know that the... Let me tell you something about that red flag to the people that want to go see how red it could get. The red flag turns into hell. That's what the red is. It turns into hell. Hot. Hot, and you're going to wish you wasn't there. Mm-hmm. That's where the red flag going to leave you, girl. But anyways, nonetheless, girl, my, my smoothie is good. Don't play with it. Nonetheless, I hope everybody has a beautiful self-care Sunday. Um, make sure that you leave a rating on. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave me a rating. I'm still Apple's top relationship podcast, regardless of how inconsistent I be because I'm out here pregnant and stuff. Make sure you follow on Instagram at selfcarexchill and Maui, M-A-U-I underscore W. You can always check out all the relationship books on my website at MauiTheWriter.com. Yeah, and this episode is dedicated to my friend, Pook, who loves love and would love to be listening to this podcast right now. But I know she's still listening in. Okay, so... Anybody, like I said in the beginning, if you're going through something and you feel in some type of way, trust that your life was written by the best of writers, whether you understand it or not. So enjoy your self-care Sunday and don't let nobody fuck it up.